Hello, you're very welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from Unshot.net. Back to School and Blended Learning, the Q&A Sessions, Part 4. Hi there, this is Simon Lewis from Unshaw.net and this is part four of a Q&A session uh, that I am doing on blended learning. Uh, people have been asking me questions on Facebook and Twitter around blended learning when schools probably lock down and have to reopen again. Uh, and I had loads of questions um, and I thought I might have been able to do it all in one go, uh, but I'm on to my fourth part. In the third part, I left halfway through a question because I just saw the clock while I was starting it and uh, gave a very quick answer. But I think it's important for me to expand on it. Uh, the question was from Sarah, who was looking for a curriculum guide for supporting parents with children who are learning from home. And to be honest with you, um, the government would say that exists. Um, I actually don't know what, what it looks like, um, to be honest with you, but I, I, I do believe it does exist. It's a leaflet that was probably designed 20 odd years ago. Um, and probably if you rang the Department of Education, they'd, they'd be, they'd, they'd, you'd hear the sound of scuffling on a desk um, and a lot of um, uh, 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 um, leave it with me give me your number I'll get back to you and then like days later someone might find that leaflet somewhere in a filing cabinet but um, I'm sure there is advice for parents online about the curriculum. I just, I, I'm doing these episodes on the fly, uh, so I can't point you in the right direction. I'm guessing it'll be curriculumonline.ie uh, where there should be information for parents. But effectively for blended learning for this new thing, I think we need a new one. Uh, for 21st century learning and how that's going to work in a blended way. The thing is, I know um, that the government have no idea what blended learning means. Um, I don't think any of the representative bodies have thought about it yet. Um, it's all going to be left to us uh, to figure it out for ourselves. Um, and sure enough, that's what we'll probably do. So the answer to your question, I suppose, isn't an answer to your question, but it is, uh, but I guess, um, I've gone through it in previous episodes what blended learning will probably look like and maybe that'll be useful for you as a parent maybe to hear what blended learning would look like it will not be a mirror of what happens in the classroom I suppose that I can tell you what it's not you can't you won't I would not expect your teacher to be on a screen um, for five hours and 40 minutes uh, while you uh, during the day while your child stares at him and is able to interact with him or her um, through the day that's not good use of um, of online learning so that's what it isn't. What it is, is a combination of uh, lots and lots of different uh, things, asynchronous learning and, and synchronous learning, uh, where uh, teachers will be recording, uh, pre-recording uh, lessons. They'll be setting tasks and they will be checking in uh, on um, online and things like that. So there's lots of different ways and I've gone through them, I suppose, a couple of times in the last few parts. So hopefully um, listen back there and you might have, have that there. Miss McNamara has asked, how will it work when or if teachers or pupils have to self-isolate, will each child be entitled to online education if at home and the rest of the class are in school? Who will be looking after online teaching if the teacher is still facing face-to-face -face in school? And what's the role of the set teacher? All of those questions are kind of tackled in a previous um, episode, to be honest with you. Uh, but I will just say, um, the Department of Education guidelines are only very high-risk pupils are entitled to an online education. So if you just don't want to send your child to school because you're petrified, um, or if your child maybe has something that doesn't fall into very high risk, you get nothing. You know, like, should I, you know, that, that I feel I should have had a, a longer pause after saying that. I'll do that. You get nothing. There you go. There's a longer pause. Um, that's shocking to me. 
because it is shocking. Um, because what the Department of Education have done is they basically thrown the teachers again to the dogs uh, to basically uh, say, uh, what teacher? What will? What teacher really is going to say to a child? Well, you're not coming to school and you've got the flu, but it's not COVID nineteen. So sorry, you know that's not going to happen. What? What teacher is going to actually, you know, send a child to an isolation room because they've got conditions you know symptoms uh call the parents to collect them insist that they go to a doctor who might take two or three days to get back to them and then say there's been no COVID-19 the child's missed three days because the teacher has misdiagnosed in inverted commas I don't know like I I see problems here to be honest with you and I think it's I, I mean I don't have the answer to that question um, but I would suggest that we need to find an answer to that question. I did go through this um, in part two or three of this uh, of these Q and A's around what I would see. I think there needs to be a blurring of lines, and I couldn't think of the word prescriptive uh, then, but I have it now. Um, that I think we don't need to be prescriptive. We, we have to think about not being prescriptive about roles within schools now. I think um, the the line of being prescriptive about a set team does what a mainstream class teacher does what an sna does perhaps what uh, management do has to change and uh, we need to look at that uh, possibly i also think collaboration is going to be key here i cannot understand why every school in the country is doing their own lessons online and not sharing them with each other it just makes no sense to me Siobhan has asked any ideas what to do with students who neither have a device nor reliable broadband I've answered that question in the last uh, thing um, I don't have an answer to that question uh, except I, I have a, I have an answer but it, it's an answer which relies on the government providing it um, I, I would suggest that schools that have extra laptops in their school rather than keeping them in the school I'd lend them out if you can Professor Linda Connolly now I am no way uh, anywhere near a professor so I'm a bit nervous about this question Hybrid education allowing for full-time and part-time in school attendance and online is being rolled out in the USA. Several articles here. Oh, okay, so she's giving an answer, actually, uh, rather than a question. Phew! I don't actually have to answer that question because I would certainly be floundering, I would imagine, uh, with that. Marguerite asked, what are the must-have settings to have in place for Zoom classes? What a great question. Um, must-have settings are password protect your Zoom classes. Don't allow uh, the children to annotate consider switching the chat off but don't necessarily switch it off depending have rule i would suggest not set turning it off but i'd certainly um have a situation where uh, there's rules ground rules around using the chat i would certainly not allow them to uh, take over the screen or share their own screen um i would also insist that they were visible on the screen i would not have their screens off because um you need to see who's in front of you anyone could be there and um, they're off the top of my head as i said i'm not pre i'm not pre um i'm doing all these answers on the fly i'm sure there's other settings you need to have i'm not sure whether i'd allow them to have a change their background because you know you never know what they might change their background to but maybe it'd be better to have ground rules on that as well so that's my kind of thing on that. Um, Violet asks, should a school adopt one platform, for example, Seesaw or Google Classroom, as some teachers are already comfortable with Dojo with infants? No, look, I, I, I always think, you know, I do think it's better that a school has a, has a plan um, so that not every teacher is doing something different. Um, in my school, as I said in, in, in a previous, uh, Q, I think in part one, in infants are using Seesaw, they're, they're graduating, let's say, onto Google Classroom in first class. Um and uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. If, you're, if, if you've got your infant teachers already comfortable 
Class Dojo, stick with it. I mean, Class Dojo has improved over the last few weeks. Um, so I don't see any reason to move from it if all your infant teachers are happy with it. But I'd have a class, I'd have a school plan for it and I'd, I'd stick with it. I wouldn't be all doing our own thing um, because that gets confusing. Uh, next question, also from Violet, how should sets best support their children? I, I've gone through that uh, in the last uh, few Q&As, so there's lots and lots of ways. I, I think collaborating with your class teacher and not trying to overload children is probably your best bet. Cynthia asks how set teachers can use it without, I've just uh, touched on that, so those two questions are there. Now, um, there's one more question. Now, it says this tweet is from an account that no longer exists. Okay, and I'm seeing the replies. To oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, oh gosh, I uh, forgot about this. And um, there's a guy, um, and I actually don't think he was doing this to be malicious. Um, and uh, basically, he, he, he was a math, secondary school maths teacher who basically said, what makes you an expert on this? Um, and I'm not sure if he did a cross face emoji. He probably didn't. Um, anyway, he's deleted his account. Oh gosh, I hope that's nothing to do with uh, the responses that were there. I I I replied to him just listing my experience of um, working with teachers over the last twenty years in educational technology and 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 some of the academic kind of stuff I've done. Um, which I guess I suppose oh, I don't I don't I don't like doing that because it's not really. Anyway, it's it, it's just one of those things. Um, but he's deleted his account. Um, but I mean, ultimately, why why I've done this and why I've done any of these uh, questions because this might be a nice way to end uh, this series of on blended learning. I'll be back with probably more uh, because I, I have a feeling with COVID nineteen coming increasing that we are going to be back in lockdown and and I think blended learning is going to happen. And I probably feel I need to. I, there's probably more to say on the topic, but for the purpose of this Q and A anyway, um, I'm not going to ask what uh, answer why I'm why do I think I'm an expert on this because, um, well, I mean, I, I will. The answer is I don't think I'm an expert. Um, but what I do what I do have is I suppose I've 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 some experience really in um trying to help teachers um over the last uh twenty years in terms of technology and education and some of the ways uh that that it could be used and um, granted i have a loud mouth and i'm opinionated and uh i i i, I suppose i I'm, could be a bit bolshy i guess in some ways in, in 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 my answers but i i hope um i suppose the best way to answer that really is to is just to say that i that everybody else is the judge of that kind of thing and i hope uh over the last series of maybe i think this this has been 10 or 11 parts in the making over the last three or four weeks during a time where everybody's been extremely busy um that it's been helpful to you um and it's been helpful to me as i've challenged myself in trying to find out what what way can i leave my own school um in terms of this new approach i mean i i'm i mean i know most of them are fixated uh, and really putting all of our efforts into actually um setting up our schools and getting them uh, getting them open and but i'm really thinking ahead of like what do we do when they close again? Because they will. I can't see a situation where they're not going to close again. Um, and what are we going to do in our school? And and the questions that I've been and the uh, that you've been asking and that I've been exploring over this is, what am I going to do in my school? So I I, I really appreciate all the questions that were asked um, for this because it's really got me thinking about what I need to do and what I need to be talking to my staff with uh, about and and so on. So um, I I suppose I just want to say thank you to all of you uh, for listening to it. Um, I'm, I'm also wondering, I suppose, while I'm here, just uh, saying that, you know, I, I can't wait until I can get back 
to my normal if I were the Minister for Education podcasting. I don't know if that's going to happen for for, uh, for a long time uh, if this COVID-19 goes, but I do intend to get back into it. I think I'm on episode 37 uh, of it and my next thing is all about stakeholders and I really want to do it because it's uh, it's an area I'm really, really interested in. Um, but anyway, I'm going to uh, close off um, in probably the shortest uh, podcast I've ever uh, ever done for if I were the Minister for Education from Onshaw.net, ending around 12 and a half minutes. Um, I hope you've enjoyed um, this Q&A and the other three parts that went before it. Uh, thanks once again for all the questions. If you are somebody who was not familiar with this podcast before today, um, I'd really appreciate you uh, maybe following us, subscribing to us on whatever platform you use, whether that's iTunes, Spotify or any other platform. And uh, even better, if you wouldn't mind giving me a nice review, um, that would help me greatly because it would help other teachers around the country to find um to find the podcast and uh look i'll be in touch again um i suppose uh probably i'm going to need to take a little bit of time off um to get my school open get it settled uh but in the meantime uh hopefully uh, these podcasts have given you a bit of light relief um or at least made your blood boil um one or the other um and uh, i'll be back soon uh thanks very much for listening and Goodbye.